today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Well, in our last uh, segment, uh, we spoke with uh, Theo Sellis, who's a registered family therapist. We were talking about uh, Linda Chenoweth's uh, opinion piece that appeared in the Hamilton Spectator recently. She's a former school teacher, and she was uh, writing about um, uh, violence in schools and violence in the classroom and her concerns in her opinion piece about uh, an increase in that um, that she's seen between 1989 and 2012, uh, which was her her teaching career uh, time uh, borders and and she points to things like poverty, affordable housing, parenting, pollution, and nutrition as root causes of of this kind of thing. It got me thinking uh, earlier this week about safety in general in our schools, um, and and I thought let's let's get some smart people around the table. Uh, instead of just having a talk show host a pine about things, let's get uh, the smartest people we can find around the table to have a discussion about that. And we've done that here today. And I'm pleased to welcome to our studio uh, Patrick Daly, chairperson for the Hamilton Wentworth Catholic District School Board. Patrick, good to have you here again. Thank you. Nice to see you. Sylvia Benvon is here, manager of social work uh, services with the Hamilton Wentworth Catholic District School Board. Sylvia, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Peter Sovereign is here, Hamilton Wentworth District School Board Executive Superintendent of Schools. Peter, thanks for the time this morning. Morning, Jamie. And uh, Sergeant John, now I'm going to get this right, Albergas. Sergeant John Albergas. Well, it's actually Alsbergas, but that was Alsbergas, pretty, that I was, was close. That was, that was close, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for, uh, thanks for allowing me the leeway. I always get nervous when I'm around a police officer. Uh, you're the Youth Services Coordinator with Hamilton Police uh, Services. Thanks to all of you for being here uh, this morning. Um, I, I want to start by uh, discussing how uh, school safety policy is developed and maybe i'll start with you pat um there are school safety policies in place at both the uh, separate board and the public board how are those policies developed well jamie it would start in many cases uh flowing from uh, directions directives policy memorandums from the ministry of education and uh, in a number of cases including uh, school safety obviously being a priority for the government and school board so in many cases it would flow from the government and they would uh, require boards to to uh, put in place policies which meet meet the regulations uh, uh, of their uh, policy memorandums as well and I know the public board's a leader in this and, and we'd like to think we are in the development of our own policies and our staff would then uh, uh, develop those policies uh, make recommendations to the board we would consult with parents and the communities uh, and uh, with police services and with these kinds of issues. So it's a, a lengthy uh, and very well thought out uh, uh, program uh, ending with a policy approved by the board and then implementing implemented by our senior staff and principals. Um, uh, Peter, <laughs> how, how much input do our parents willing uh, to give you when you give them the opportunity? I'm always, I'm always curious about that because I, I, I know that uh, when you know, our city council sometimes holds public forums. They're not always very well attended. It's always, a, you know, a handful of people or a few people. Is that kind of reflected uh, when you give uh, parents or the community at large an opportunity to come forward and, and speak up about uh, things when they're in development? Well, I would say I, I would uh, completely agree with, uh, with Pat in terms of the process. Um, the process is uh, uh, very thorough, and it includes a consultation. Uh, so the consultation will typically be 30 up to 60 days where we don't just actively go out and um, uh, speak with parents and community groups, but we give them an opportunity through uh, online um, surveys that they can provide all of their feedback. And that's all taken very seriously. 
uh, in part of the uh, the entire um, policy development process. John, you're the Youth Services Coordinator with Hamilton Police Services, and, and I've also heard the term um, uh, school liaison officer uh, used. Are those two terms synonymous, or are they different? Explain that. Uh, they're entirely different. Uh, we have 10 uh, school liaison officers, and their primary function is to go to both the elementary and secondary schools to deliver proactive prevention programming. Uh, they are in the schools on a daily basis. In fact, last <coughs> year, our, our 10 officers did over 2,700 school visits last year. Uh, to make connections with staff and students. And in addition, they delivered approximately 600 presentations in schools last year. And what are those presentations? Uh, would, what's the content would, of those? They uh, deal a lot with bullying. That's a big issue. Uh, appropriate social media use, uh, inappropriate posting of uh, sexual images, which is uh, an ongoing concern. Uh, things of that nature. That's, that's their primary purpose. Okay, so when I hear that large number, that number again, how many uh, encounters did you say? Oh, we did over 2,700 2, school visits. So when people hear that number right away and they hear police, they think of something negative. Right away in their minds, they think, oh, they're, they're, if that's the case, we must have a problem if they're doing that. But you're talking about communication exactly. and presentation of things that would prevent negative things from occurring. We're talking about proactive prevention approach. Right, right. To, okay, to so, dealing with so it's very clear then that you, the police service is there in both the separate and public school boards. You're there, you're engaged in, in uh, communicating about things that would prevent uh, problems from occurring among the students themselves. Exactly. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.